everybody, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hope you're having a grand day. Hope you're getting an opportunity to play with your papers, um, have some fun, relax, glue, all that type of thing, and uh, just kick back your heels. Um, so yeah, let's just kind of think about uh, little bits, little bits of paper, little tiny, teeny bits of paper and uh, just get excited about that today. So I just finished making some beads, paper beads, and uh, I'm just looking at the little bits of paper that are left on my desk, and I'm realizing how little paper it actually took to make some really fun and cool beads. And that, I think, is the nice thing that is easily forgotten in paper crafting is sometimes we think we need these large collections of things so we, that we have enough choice and sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming because maybe, you know how you know you have that feeling when you walk into Baskin Robbins ice cream and you have no idea and you have to start at one end and look and assess at every name and every um, uh, what the ice cream looks like. Does it have the right amount of chunks? Too chunky? Not chunky enough? Is there enough chocolate in it? Um, you know, maybe you're avoiding nuts, so you have to go and eliminate all those choices and then go back and, and look at the ones you uh, under consideration again. It can be quite confusing. Sometimes if you only have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, life gets a lot easier. It's simple, less complex, fewer decisions to be made. And there's a sense of being able to take a breath and just go, ah, okay, what? Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, done deal, take the chocolate. I mean, it's just easy. There's no quibbling. There's no, where do I begin? Okay, and I think that translates well over into the crafting world. Where do I begin? I've been amassing. I've had so much fun amassing. There is so much joy in the hunt. Isn't that true? A lot of the fun lives in the hunt. Who are we kidding? Um, But then it comes to actually sitting down and doing something. And uh, I think this is where a lot of people might get stuck, where they feel a little bit overwhelmed by their collection. But it doesn't actually matter what size your collection is. If you feel overwhelmed by it, that defines it as a large collection. And... um, it's also not going to dictate how well your projects come out and it's also not going to dictate how much you enjoy the experience and I would say if you're feeling overwhelmed at all maybe give yourself a reprieve of so many choices I'm not saying get rid of all your stuff I'm not saying throw out every scrap I'm just saying when you pull elements to put on your desk whatever you're gonna normally pull pull half or pull a third or 25% or pull only three things and just sit there with them and look at them individually by themselves and then put them together, maybe two together, look at those, flip them backwards, forwards, back together, um, and then maybe add a third. There's something about art in threes, so, you know, I'm just tossing that in there. And uh, take a look at it without the overwhelm and give yourself, give your imagination and your brain the chance to meander down a road it wouldn't necessarily go if there was too much visual stimuli around where you're just drowned out by the enormity of the goodies that you collected. (laughs) Yes, And um, it's okay that you have those goodies. It is, you know, because, you know, they're, hey, There could be something that happens and we're not able to get out and get goodies. So it's kind of nice to have a few goodies, you know, in the back stock, but they don't have to be all in front of your face at the same time. And it's kind of like 
thinking about the amount, the, the type of food that you like to eat, what is your favorite food? Well, let's say it's chocolate chip cookies. You just love chocolate chip cookies. Well, if you had to eat all the chocolate chip cookies you could ever possibly eat in one sitting, number one, you wouldn't love your chocolate chip cookies at the end of it anymore. And number two, sometimes a little bit is better than a ton. You know what I mean? For multiple reasons. And um, I think crafting is the same way. Just a little bit. Like the stickles and the liquid pearls and the Nouveau drops. These are little, I want to say like drops of plastic color that you can put down. And maybe some of them have glitter in them. Some of them are um, metallic looking. Some of them are opaque. Um, Sometimes all you need is just one bottle. You don't need 57 bottles. I can attest to that. Um... First of all, the product will dry up on you. And number two, um, uh, you're going to find you gravitate to certain colors. You know, and you tend to use over and over and over again. I do. I tend to use the coppers and the golds and the blacks and colors like that with occasional smattering of flowery colors, uh, pinks and yellows and blues and greens. Um, And... um, But sometimes you don't know until you go buy the 75. I know. I know. I mean, I didn't know. When you first get them, you're like, oh, I'm going to put this on everything. And I did. And sometimes I still do. And I like it. But um, uh, you can't, if you get trapped into the rabbit hole of, I got to do that every time or it doesn't feel complete, then you've boxed boxed yourself into a corner where it needs bling to wake up your eye or be pretty where if you step back and take a breath and realize sometimes there's different ways of looking at things or maybe your brain or your eye needs something different to trigger its own flow for example if you like the glittery and the bling and the stickles and that maybe try creating some pieces that are just layered neutrals Uh, there's a whole world of layered neutrals And uh, you can take like whites and creams and bisques and caramels and nutmegs and vanillas and and all sorts of fun things and just lightly layer them together. And you can use papers and laces and um, torn fabric and things and just make these wonderful things out of something that is a very similar tone, not flashy. Maybe it's leaning more a little towards texture because of the different layers. Um, and then you can just have a whole world full of uh, experience and exposure to that. And there, there are some absolutely beautiful things that you can make with just one color or one family of colors or the, almost the absence of color. Um, so uh, keep trying different things. Try, notice what you are gravitating towards, what you, what you like, what you feel compelled to make. And then think of the polar opposite and think... Is there something in there that maybe a lot of it is too much for my personal taste, but maybe there's a slight edge to it where it might be a pop on a page or an unexpected little zing of color or, you know, for example, neon. You either generally you love it or you hate it. There's neon and it's intense color. Um, It's not where I naturally gravitate to, but a little splash here and there can really be a nice little pop accent here. So, um... You know, be brave. Put on your big girl or big boy crafty pants or whatever pants you have. And, uh, you know, just just try something that's a little outside of where you normally go. And you don't have to marry it. You don't have to take it home and pay its rent or feed it for the rest of your life. You could just say, hey, we only need to get together for the one day. I, I, I enjoyed this. I'm moving on. 
Or you could say hmm, next Friday, seven o'clock. <laughs> you know, you could you can do that um, uh, because we have free will and we can do what we want. And so even these little tiny pieces of paper. Now, right now, I'm looking at a um, you know these. I, it sounds weird when I say it, but you know those adult coloring books. They're not really adult, but they're like somehow adults rediscovered the joy of coloring with these mandalas and beautiful floral pictures and things like that and you can have a lot of fun okay i am holding a one inch by one inch piece of like uh of, of that coloring book page and it's got little flowers and things like that and i'm just thinking to myself as i'm looking at it what could you become you little one inch by one inch something you could be part of a, an, a cluster you could be a focal point on a page i could ink around the edges and make you into a tab um, I could make you into a little closure for an envelope. Um, you, you know, there's just so many things that you can do with one little piece. And you can turn it over and look at its back. Oh, we also have little pretty images on the back. I could color in these images. I could um, tear this up and make a tiny mini collage and, and, and take the, the tiny little pieces and break them apart almost in a grid system so that when your eye looks at it, your eye will unify all the pieces but you've actually broken it up. We should do that on the video. That would be fun. All right, somebody write that down. Sunny? I got it, Mom. Okay, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of fun. That sort of uh, breathes a lot of life into every little scrap that you have. And it is highly advantageous to f come to some sort of balance where you see the possibility in every scrap but you don't feel the need to hang on to every scrap. I am forever trying to find that perfect balance place and it has evaded me since day one. I have no control over that. I'm either drowning in things or I apparently have nothing and I can't find it. I just feel like there's nothing here to play with. Where do, I know I, I, I see toys, but I don't see any toys. You know what I mean? And um, so it's a flow. It's an ebb and flow and things will come into your universe, your crafty universe, and it's okay to invite them in. Um, yeah, I want to say that, you know, out of all the things in life, if the worst thing you ever did was buy a bunch of, if you bought too many craft supplies, I think that's not too bad in life. You know what I mean? There are worse things. And, uh, so, you know, sometimes we do go overboard. It happens. I know I have grand evidence of it around here, but it's just not the worst thing. You know, so I'd say be easy on yourself. Be gentle. You know, so you bought a few extra things. It's okay. It's okay. Um, and uh, you might use it, you know, and but and you've got the potential to use it. It's always a good idea to take a look around your space and see what you have. But it's also a good idea to keep your peepers open when you're out there and you're shopping away. And you're like, huh, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that little gizmo. I've never seen that pretty paper. Um, to not always, <clears throat> excuse me, to, um, it's okay sometimes to say yes to the mess. Yeah. Because um, maybe your brain needs somewhere to go. Maybe it needs to not think about regular daily stuff in life. Maybe it needs to be absolutely flabbergasted by the most amazing new papers at, at Michael's and the new paper pads, things like that. And that's okay. That's okay to do that. Um, because every time you look at a new page in your beautiful new paper pad, it awakens you, you know, it awakens you to something new and a new possibility. And whether or not you actually create or make something out of those paper pads, 
maybe you needed that that day just to take your mind somewhere else. And and that's okay to have those stepping stones. It is, because maybe they lead you on a path to a better place. Sometimes what we're doing isn't really why we're doing it. So maybe we're in the craft stores looking around because maybe we just need a break or we need a new perspective or a fresh way of looking at things or we just want to be out with people. Um, maybe we're tired of sitting inside because of all the stuff that's been going on and we just need to get out and be with people. And even if we don't talk to them, we're walking up and down the roads and we just know they're there. There's other humans there around us. And sometimes that's, that's enough. And if you go home with an extra, you know, pile of ribbons and bows, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you really like maybe overspent and you went a little too far, you can always take some stuff back. You don't have to hang on to it. It is okay to return stuff. I promise you this stuff that you return goes to good places too. Either the store resells it or often um, the uh, store will send it back to the manufacturer and the manufacturer will sell it to um, these people who go around and buy big lots of things and then they blow them out on eBay or other places and um, so stuff will find a home. Don't feel bad about it. And um, uh, yeah, it, it's okay. I know a lot of people have different feelings about returning items, especially if you haven't opened the package. Um, or let's say the product did not live up to its claim. Been there. And uh, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it is. It's okay to take it back. So uh, um I had a funny little experience this morning, I'll tell you. It was just sort of comical. Um, so I had uh, to take the, um, the treasure trove kits to the mail, uh, the post office today. And um, it was a bit of a busy day at the post office because it was the day after the holiday and everybody, I think, was saving up all their packages and that. And I had a lot of packages to go. So I had um, gingerly snuck into the post office and waved my hand and said, can I get a big cart because I have to fill it up? And they said, yes. And um, so basically, long story short, um, I was out of my truck and I was filling up the uh, the cart and it was a big cart and they gave me the big heavy cart. So it was super heavy. And um, so this guy pulls up and he says, oh, I got a few things. Would you mind if I toss them in your cart? And I said, oh, no, that's fine. Go ahead. And uh, so he came around and he t- started putting in a lot of stuff, heavy stuff into the cart. And I'm thinking, I don't think I can get this cart back at to he, like roll it up the hill and back into the post uh, office. And uh, so he goes, oh, thanks. But, and I'm like, I thought to myself, hey, buddy, wait a minute. Where are you going? You know, um, you're not going to land your stuff in my cart and not help me get this darn thing back inside. Um, so I decided to uh, give him the old uh, very loud and very verbal, uh, mm, excuse me, um, this is a little heavy now. Do you mind if you, do you think you could possibly help me push it back into the thing? And um, I think I said it loud enough so everybody around us could hear. And uh, <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. So he immediately came back and he, he and I pushed it back inside and uh, it really did take two people it was pretty heavy and uh, so I don't know I just like the goofy little things that you do along the way why did I tell you that story I don't know it's just kind of letting you know about life of a crafter on this side when you have a you know um, a crafting business and what really goes on I mean those are the things that really go on you know um, um, just getting stuff to the post office is sometimes uh, you know it's a blessing don't get me wrong it's a it's a grand blessing and good problems to have but um yeah interesting things happen along the way and uh but it turned out he was fine and um um but uh yeah sometimes those little things 
you know, sometimes it's just like a little thing. It can be a scrapbook piece of paper, but it could also be somebody just tossing a few extra heavy things into your cart at the post office and you decide how big you make them. <laughs> I guess that's, that's the end of that story. Um, but, uh, all was well. And, um, had a bunch of lights flashing on in the car, had to go take uh, the truck actually. So I had to take it down to the shop. They're looking at it right now. And, um, so I wanted to make sure I got to the post office first to get all the packages out and going and then take the car in to get fixed. So there we go. We got that handled, right, Sunny? Yeah, that's where you didn't take me on the ride, Mommy, really. I know, Sunny, but sometimes if Mom's got her hands full, um, I don't like to leave Sunny in the truck by himself because it's still a little warm here, so I promised him I would never leave him in the truck by himself because they can overheat really quickly and easily in the truck in Florida. Even if it feels cool outside, it can go up 20, 30 degrees inside the, the locked vehicle, so I won't leave him in there. And... Um, uh, it's hard to load all those packages with Sunny under one arm. Um, so I'm sorry, Sunny. I thought it would be safer for you. I understand. It's okay. All right. Well, yeah, we have a lot of negotiating um, when mom leaves the house, whether Sunny's coming or not. And we have certain things we say, such as, uh, Sunny, stay, guard the house. And those words mean, you're not coming, Sunny. And his little ears and tail tell the entire story it's like a wilt the wilting factor kicks in he just wilts and he looks very sad and then sometimes he goes to desperate and he's like no and he like throws himself at the door and barks and scratches. and I'm like no no I feel like a horrible person for leaving my house for five minutes no no and uh but I know I have to go and I have to we have to keep you safe sometime all right <laughs> okay <laughs> oh you can go to uh when we're going Thursday to the spa we go to the spa. Yeah. He's not quite sure what that word means yet. He's starting to learn. He thinks, I think he thinks it's like park, but it's, it's not. But we won't tell him. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, crafting. Crafting with pets. Um, okay, so let's look at the state of the affairs of your crafting space right now, Pam. Would you like to please explain to people what's going on here? Okay, there's stuff everywhere. When I go through a big making or organizing or creating things uh, to sell, there's often much disarray. And uh, then there's a couple days of reorganizing. So right now I have one, two, three, four, four drawers from my plastic drawers, my metal drawers sitting on my desk, a bunch of paper, a bunch of uh, bits from the video I just made. Um, yeah, there's mayhem. There's, there's glorious mayhem going on in here. So I know what the next part of my day will be, organizing all of this stuff. And um, getting it back to some uh, uh, semblance of normalcy so that we can create again. Uh, it's fun when the papers are flying and the glue is flying and the color is flying. But then uh, it is nice to be able to create from a clear space when you have a little bit of elbow room. And I'm thinking about taking my print, my, okay, on my main creative space, <clears throat> I have an L-shaped desk. One L holds my paper cutter and my computer. And the other L is where I really create, but it also holds my sewing machine and my printer. And I'm thinking the printer doesn't truly need to live there. My sewing machine, I do like to have that close because if it's that close, I'll use it. If it's farther than that, I might not use it. Um, so, but I could move the printer, but the printer, it needs a really stable, oh, I could put you up there. I just think I found a new place for the printer. Can I reach that? 
I don't know. It's a little high. I have this tall chest of drawers, but I might be able to put it up there and that would be very sturdy. It wouldn't wiggle when it's printing because, it, you know, it gets going. It's almost like a disco dancer. You know, it wound, winds up and, and uh, chugs. And uh, so like, to keep the images clear, I want it to be on a very stable base. Yeah, I mean, these, these are the kind of things you think about as you're sitting in your craft room looking around thinking, how can you make it just a little bit better, Pam? And um, we have one, two, three, four things on the floor that are taking up room that need to be moved. I think I've, we've had a discussion before about keeping the floor space nice and safe and clear for your sa- crafting safety and easy maneuverability. So I got my work cut out for me today. So I hope you're all having fun. Um, I will see you next time or hear you next time or, or hang out with you guys next time at the next uh, Paper Outpost um, podcast. So take care, everyone, um, and happy crafting. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.